The earth is the Lord's. God, our creator, all of your wonders are on display. You are land tamer, ocean pourer, mountain maker, cloud sculptor, leaf painter. Far and wide, people come to a stop. They stare in wonder at the beauty of your creation. Sunrise and sunset take turns calling, come and worship. Buenos dias y bienvenidos. Good morning and welcome to worship here at College Mennonite Church on the campus of Goshen College. Welcome to all who are gathered here in this space and to those of you listening by radio or telecast or web. My name is Becky Horst, I'm a member here. Now please join me in the call to worship that is printed in your worship folder. It will also be projected on the screens and note that it's in Spanglish, a mixture of Spanish and English. Canten el Señor un cántico nuevo. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Canten al Señor, alaben su nombre. Proclaim his salvation day after day. Proclaman su gloria entre las naciones, his marvelous deeds among all persons. Grande es el Señor y digno de alabanza. Tremble before him all the earth. Say among the nations, el Señor es rey. The world is firmly established, it cannot be moved. El juzga a los pueblos con equidad. Let the heavens rejoice. Let the earth be glad. Brame el mar y todo lo que el contiene. Let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. Canten jubilosos todos los árboles del bosque. Canten delante del Señor, for he comes. Viene ya para juzgar la tierra. He will judge the world in righteousness y a los pueblos con fidelidad. And now please stand and turn to the centerfold of your worship folder for our first hymn. Please stand. We will be singing the first verse in English and then the second verse was Second time through, we will sing the first verse in Spanish, which is the fourth row of words, then verses two and three, and the Spanish will be projected, but you can sing whichever one you care to sing then.
This is our time in the service to be still and to bring our requests to God and trust. Please pray with me. Holy God, we bring our prayers to you as acts of love for you and for our neighbors. You bless those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. We pray for the church in all places that your people here and everywhere may help to spread your reign of justice, peace, and joy. We pray for members of our congregation who are participating in the third creation care retreat this weekend. Give them rest and inspiration and renewed love for you and your wondrous creation. We pray for the world, for all who are ensnared in greed, violence, and oppression. We pray especially for the Kurdish people and others in war zones. We pray for all who are hungry or homeless or in bondage to addictions or captors. Bring relief, bring hope. We pray for leaders in government and business and schools and healthcare. Give them wisdom and courage and compassion. And now we pray for ourselves and for those dear to us. We hold Jeanette Yoder, Liz Jacobs, and Mel Yoder up to your healing light. And now in silence we offer you other concerns that we carry in our hearts. To all who suffer from illness or conflict or fears about the future, bring your healing and peace. Pour out your great love that casts out all fear. We pray all of these things in the strong name of Jesus. Amen. And now turn in the blue hymnal, a worship book, to number 20. Come and see, number 20. And children, you are invited to come to this circle during this song.
You shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills will break forth before you. There'll be shouts of joy and all the trees of the fields will clap, will clap their hands. Well, I know some people in here know this song. Thanks for joining in, everyone. Have you heard this song before? Yeah, it's a song that we sing here at church. It's kind of a silly song, isn't it? The trees of the fields will clap their hands. It is silly. Do, do trees have hands? They do? Most of you said no. Someone said yes. What does that mean, the trees of the fields will clap their hands? What do you think, Miles? You guys are so good. I thought I was going to have to lead you there. Miles said it means the trees are praising, and he's absolutely right. But I'm going to lead you there anyways. Let's see if we end up at the same spot. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. God separated the land from the water. God put the stars and the moon and the sun in the sky. But God wasn't done yet. God covered the earth with all kinds of plants. Grasses and flowers, trees, both big and small. But God wasn't done yet. God covered the earth with all kinds of animals, ocean creatures that swam, animals that roamed the earth, creatures flying in the sky. And from out of nothing, the world became a very noisy place, noisy with praise. Praise for our creator who loves and cares for us. Pastor David is going to be talking about Psalm 65 today. And when they read this, I want you to listen. Becky is going to read this. In this scripture, it talks about how God created everything. But God didn't just step away and say, I'm done. God cared for all of God's creation. And in response, all of creation praises God back. When we praise God, we use what we have and who we are to make a joyful noise. And I've got some examples to show you. Take a look up here. We've got three examples. Listen to how the ocean makes a joyful noise. Right. Did you hear the waves crashing onto the shore? If you've ever seen the ocean, you know what a joyful noise that is. What about this next one? Take a look at this bird. Did you see how that bird used everything that it had to make that joyful noise? The bird was praising God. I've got one more, and I want you to think about that song with the trees of the fields clapping their hands. The wind. Did you see it? The wind was blowing the leaves, and the leaves were hitting each other, and the branches were hitting each other, and it looked a lot like clapping. The trees were praising God. When we praise God, we use what we have and who we are to make a joyful noise. When we praise God, we use what we have and who we are to say thank you. And sometimes we confess. We say we're sorry. And sometimes we just marvel 
and we stand in awe with nothing to say. And we are just like the oceans and the birds and the trees, and we praise God too, and it looks a lot of different ways. Sometimes when we praise God, we sing and we make music, just like some of you did a few weeks ago when you led us in worship. That's you. When we praise God, we clap our hands just like the trees clap their hands, right? When we praise God, we move our bodies, we twirl, and we dance. Sometimes I'll be in the kitchen and I'll look out into the living room and I see my daughter dancing. And sometimes there's music and sometimes there isn't. And I think when she is doing this, she is praising God. Sometimes when we praise God, we raise our arms in the air. And I'm not going to lie, this is hard for me sometimes. I am much more comfortable with my arms firmly at my side. But something happened a couple of weeks ago, and I was reminded that I was created to praise because we were singing as a congregation. It was World Communion Sunday, and we were singing our heart song, I Am the Bread of Life. Do you know what song I'm talking about? And I couldn't help but raise my hands as we said, And I will raise you up, and I will raise you up, and I will raise you up on that last day. Sometimes when we praise, we raise our arms, even if it feels uncomfortable to us. Sometimes when we praise, we use our bodies to care for God's earth, to care for God's people. That's another way that we praise God. And I have one more. Sometimes when we praise God, we just stand in awe and we take it in because there's nothing that we can say and nothing that we can do that seems big enough because our God is good. Our God is creative beyond belief. Our God is love and we get to be a part of that love. So I want you to remember that just like the rest of creation, you were created to praise. Use your bodies. Use your voices. Praise God. Will you pray with me? God, we praise you for all of the ways that you love us. We praise you for your awesome creative power. We praise you for the gift of your son, Jesus Christ. And we praise you for your promise that we are never alone. Thank you for your awesome love. Amen. You may grab your worship bags and head back to your seats. In the blue book 427, you shall go out with joy. 427.
As Sarah said, our scripture this morning is from Psalm 65, a Psalm of David. And I will be reading verses 9 through 13 from the contemporary English version. God, you take care of the earth and send rain to help the soil grow all kinds of crops. Your rivers never run dry, and you prepare the earth to produce much grain. You water all of its fields and level the lumpy ground. You send showers of rain to soften the soil and help the plants sprout. Wherever your footsteps touch the earth, a rich harvest is gathered. Desert pastures blossom and mountains celebrate. Meadows are filled with sheep and goats. Valleys overflow with grain and echo with joyful songs. Our preacher this morning is David Maldonado, member of our pastoral team. Please pray with me. God, we thank you for David's ministry among us. May his words to us this morning challenge us and encourage us in our faith journeys. Give us ears to hear what we need to hear. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good morning. I want to limit my thoughts this morning on seeds of provision. And what I mean by that are seeds that produce either vegetables for consumption, or fruits. Because we know there are many seeds out there. And also I want you to keep in mind the geography of the seed. So with that in mind, I believe that God has, in his creation... Seeds reflect some, not all, but some of God's values. So my point is this. From this day forth, if you haven't thought about this, when you have a seed, if you happen to have a seed that produces either vegetables or fruits, that little guy is your preacher. And that seed is giving whomsoever wants to pay attention a message. And here's what I see in a seed. And when I see this behavior, it reminds me of God. So, let me start with this. Let's look at the seeds as servants of God. So from this day forth, it'll be called servant seeds. Not just a seed. Servant seeds. Why do I say this? Seeds are to serve humans by providing nutrition for their bodies. So seeds are to serve me, David Maldonado, and you. You can put your name there. And how does it serve me? By producing 
edible, nutritious food for my body. By doing this, I want to add this, seeds do very little for my soul. And seeds do absolutely nothing for my spirit. Now, if you believe in the revelation of Scripture, we are spirit, soul, body. Seeds administer to my biology, my physical needs, not so much my soul needs, and surely have nothing to do with my spirit, but they are God's servants by providing nutrition to my body. Because God is concerned about my body. He's interested in my body. He's interested in your body. And he has provided for us through these little servants, which are seeds. In their provision, the seeds provision to humanity, they become God's servants in reflecting God's design and God's purpose. So the seed has purpose. Seeds don't build houses. Technically they don't, but they can produce some wood to build them. But they're limited in scope. God designed them to be limited in scope and they're Main function is to take care of our bodies, to provide our needs in that capacity. So they're serving God in that capacity. This is a beautiful thing. One of the messages here in parentheses is, you don't need to know a lot to be a servant of God. Just do what you can do, do it out of love for Christ, and you're his servant. Amen? Their work is earthbound. It's earthbound. I mean, you can release seeds up in, in space, I suppose. I'm not sure if you're going to get any potatoes. So they're earthbound. They will serve their purpose diligently now and here for you, for them, for us, for everyone. The second thing I want to look at about seeds is I want to present it to you in the light of or liken it to ambassadors. Ambassadors go to another land and represent the government from where they come. They represent that government's values. And that government that they represent, their values, they should or they try to implement those values in their negotiations or in their dealings in the country that they're living. So I want to look at the seed in a similar light as an ambassador. And let's see what we can get out of here. Number one that I see in seeds, there are no preferences. 
Seeds are not biased. Are you Democrat? Uh huh. If you're Democrat, and if you're a real progressive Democrat, I'll give you a thousandfold. Uh huh. If you're Republican, I might just give you one potato or potato. <laughs> Seeds aren't biased. What a beautiful thing. If they were Democrat, California would be abundant. Florida would be scraping it. They are not biased and they show no preference. None whatsoever. They're God's servants. They're here to serve humanity. Doesn't matter. They're here as God's ambassadors. God's values are reflected in a seed. You must sow the seed. There's no preference. Whether you're very humble, very wealthy, well-studied, or never picked up a book, if you want food, and you're a farmer, or somebody has to sow the seed. You must sow the seed if you want a harvest. So it's not bias. It doesn't show any preference. It doesn't matter. The law is the same for everyone. The seed. Two, they do not discriminate. Several countries have adopted a discrimination law. And they revise it. Throughout the years, they revise it. These laws are to supposedly help humans deal with other humans. So the government gets involved because it feels it sees the need to get involved because sometimes humans don't know how to treat another human. So the government gets involved and says, well, these laws are now enforceable because our society has problems dealing with each other based on different factors. Now, we know that these laws are good on books. And they look good, and they make a country look good. But oftentimes, the implementation of these laws falls short. Well, thank God, seeds don't behave that way. Doesn't matter if you're Latino, American, brown, doesn't matter. It's not looking at you. It's not concerned with that. If you sow it, Lord willing, you'll get a harvest. And you'll be able to eat. And the ones you love will be able to eat. Isn't that a blessing? That's why I say seeds are ambassadors. They represent some of God's values. 
Thirdly, seeds are generational. El llame, la yuca, la batata. Oh, Madeline's over here already hungry. These are roots my grandparents grew up with in Puerto Rico. These are roots that you go to Puerto Rico and they're still eating this. They fed my grandparents and they will feed my grandchildren. They fed your grandparents and they will feed your grandchildren. They are there yesterday, today, and tomorrow, just like God himself. He was there for my grandparents, Manuel. They're here for me today. And by God's grace, I'll be there tomorrow for Elijah and my other 16 grandchildren. And we're just getting started. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Number four. Seeds do not need to agree or disagree with a person, with their lifestyle, with their ideologies, with their choices. Seeds are faithful to their call on them. That's an awesome thing. You will find, I'm sure you've experienced this, I see a lot of beautiful gray hair. Amen? Anybody say amen? That's a good thing. There's a lot of wisdom and experience in this room. You've lived. And some of you have lived well and hard and some of your hair has fallen. Praise the Lord. Listen, folks. You have experienced it. I have experienced it. Somebody comes along. They kind of like you. Then they find out about the way you think. And all of a sudden, they don't like you. What happened? What happened to the initial I like you business? Then when you got to talking to me, oh, I don't like him no more. Well, why? Who said that I needed to think the way you think? Who said you need to think the way I need to think? Praise God, seeds don't behave that way. Praise God, seeds don't listen to your conversations, private conversations, and decide, they all of a sudden decide, I ain't feeding this guy or this person. I don't like their ideas. I don't like their lifestyle choices. That's why I say seeds are God's ambassadors to us. God has heard all your conversations. He has seen inside your existence. In the recesses of your being, God's eye has gone that far. The Bible says he has seen the, oh, el tuetano. I forgot what that word is in English. Bone marrow. You haven't seen your own bone marrow. God's eye has been up inside there. He knows everything about you, and he's still present and concerned about you and me. That's a beautiful thing. Seeds behave the same way. They're not concerned of ideologies, sexuality, color, race. They have a God-ordained mission 
to provide for your needs and your neighbor's needs, everybody's needs. So God, the seeds are servants and the seeds reflect some of God's values to whosoever wants to see. God has shown his care towards humanity, not only in creation and providing for us, but his latest act was becoming a human. We know him as Jesus Christ. Taking upon himself our sinfulness, giving us new life. I shared with you how I used to discriminate against my own people. I used to, in Miami, scream, La Migra, immigration coming. And then I would take their tools when they left. How coming to Christ changes a man or a woman's heart. Then he made me a pastor to them for close to 30 years. So, servant seed, ambassador seed. We can learn from them. We can learn to behave like them. Be a blessing to someone else. Doesn't matter who they are. Because our number one law is love the Lord your God. And number two, praise the Lord. God bless you. I invite you to stand as we sing 96. We plow the fields and scatter the good seed on the land. 96, please stand. <clears throat>
Now's the time for us to show our thanks to God in concrete ways by bringing our tithes and offerings. Please bring your offering forward to one of the baskets in the circle or find an usher with an offering plate nearby. And during the offering, please sign and pass the black friendship pads at the right end of each pew. to join me in giving thanks to the Lord for his provision. Father, we thank you for a blessed week. We thank you for your provisions and we give back a percentage of the abundance you give us. Bless, Lord, those in charge of managing these resources. We ask your blessing in Christ's name, amen. Our closing hymn is in the green, sing the journey book, 78. Sizoamba Naye.
A reminder, after the benediction, please extend greetings of peace and welcome to those around you. And now, as you go out from here, may the Lord go with you. The face of God shine on you every day. We are sent by God wherever we are living as salt and light and seeds of Christ's way. Go in peace.